Welcome everyone to the Dynamo Abroad podcast where we talk about anything and everything Dynamo Kiev related. I'm your host Alex Lishik and joining us from across the pond is Dima. How's it going Dima? A lot better than for Dynamo is how it's going. That's all I can say. I don't know if that's saying much though. No, it's not saying much at all, is it? Uh, it's not. <laughs> and uh, joining us uh, from across the other side of the Hudson River is Eric. How's it going, Eric? I'm just gonna say the same as same as Dima. I um, yeah, a lot better than Dynamo. So Dima and Eric are doing a lot better than Dynamo, which isn't saying much. And to our third guest, Komar, or our third host, excuse me, Komar, please tell me at least you're doing a little bit better than that. Well, I'm doing a lot better than Sandetsia, that's for sure. Uh, I'm doing uh, like um, a little bit better than United, but they won like yeah. just a couple of minutes ago. And uh, well, yeah, like it's it's okay. I didn't really play the cup final in Football Manager still, so <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay. And I wanted to point out one thing. So you you keep saying uh, like across the pond, but you are right now across the pond, so yeah. Like uh, Dima is in in Galland with you, and uh, I guess I'm st- also in Europe, so across the small smaller pond, like the Baltic yeah. pond. Yeah, yeah, the Baltic Sea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, Eric is still in his home, like retirement home. So yeah, we need to change the introduction a bit. Yeah, well, well, well yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. And I'll, I'll have an adjustment for next week for sure. Okay, great. <laughs> um, but, but before we get too far in, I uh, want to mention something important. Not really on this day, but yesterday was a big day in Dynamo history. 15 years from Dynamo's uh, Champions League qualifier, uh, where they beat Spartak 4-1 at the Luzhniki. Um, I've seen the highlights probably a thousand times. I've seen clips of the Ultras away end, the Dynamo Ultras away end. Just, just vibes, just absolute vibes. It must have been in that section on that day. <clears throat> it was actually so good that they repeated the exact same score in the home leg. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, the only thing I wish they would change if they could have kept a shutout. But like, listen, beggars can't be choosers. I mean, beating Spartak eight to on aggregate that that in any in, in football manager that I would be going nuts. Let alone in real life. A very young mullet wearing Milevsky getting on the score sheet. Very Brian, fun to watch. Prime Ismail Bangura with a couple goals. That's he did. Oh, he did. That yeah. was that was a great tie. Yeah, that great was yeah. I, I, yeah, unbelievable. And that team is just wow. But um onto onto modern Dynamo. I don't even I don't even know where we start. Um Meta the Meta nineteen twenty five game was canceled because Dynamo are gonna be too tired to play Aris again. Uh, we'll get excuse into Aris. Excuses. Yeah. Again, excuse. Exactly. Um, we'll get into Aris in a bit. Um, hold on, uh, hold on, come on. What was what was you saying you wanted to mention before this? Uh, well, um, it actually it's actually connected to Aris, so we can just go back to this later. Um, I mean the uh, the news is uh, like if we got, get knocked out from uh, Conference League, uh, Luchescu is going to get a sack, mm-hmm. which I hope for. So, uh, well, I know we, it's like a broad topic because I think, I believe we, we talked about it before. Like, it's uh, my personal belief is uh, all of this situation, which is like a very dire situation, not yet in the league, but it can be, 
uh, it's a uh, fault of the manager, like 90% it's the manager. Yeah. And uh, well, um, I've got a couple points why, but yeah, we can come back to that later, I think. Yeah, Just no, talking I... about the Aris games, the, yeah. the one that happened and the one that didn't yet happen. Yeah, so so we could get, we could touch on that when we talk about Aris. So let's start here, actually. Uh, Brashko, who has been linked to a couple yep. moves away, has been valued at 20 million euros, and allegedly Shaparenko is valued much higher by uh, by Surkis. Now, I, you know, what? I don't even know what to say. Dima, what what are your thoughts on this? Dima, what are your thoughts on the uh, I mean, what is he smoking? He... Yeah, I just think yeah, it's it's, a, it's completely ridiculous. He said, what, 20 million for Brashko, was it? What is he smoking for one season out on loan? I mean, this guy, right, Surkis has never been a good club owner, right? He was... We had a few successful years when he kind of delegated transfers to other players, uh, other players, other people. But now he's just getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, is it dementia or something like that? I mean, 20 million for a guy that spent one season out on loan, right? He he had a good season out on loan. Um, so fair enough. But 20 million, you, you must be joking, right? And the, the thing is, right, okay, if, if, if you've got a young player, um, who you think is a a valuable asset, so to speak, um, and you want to sell him on eventually, right? That's that's fair enough. I think that's quite common in, in all clubs. What do we do? The manager goes, I know, I'll play fucking Sudorchuk instead of him. I mean, how how can we? How can you possibly justify such a high price, right? So if you want to sell him, you've got to play him, right? And if 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 you don't want to sell him, then what's the point of keeping him anyway? Do you understand what Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? He's not selling him, but we're not playing him either. Or we haven't yet, at least, uh, mind you. He came on against Aris, which I guess we'll 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 talk about. But yeah, I mean, he's he's taking the piss now at this point. I think he's he's taking everyone for mugs. Um, but with the the thing with Shaparenko is, of course, Shaparenko is a lot more experience in the UCL. Uh, played for the national team and all of that. I mean, no one's going to pay more than 12. Listen, I'm one of his bigger fans, by the way, and I don't think anyone's going to pay 20 billion for Shaparenko at all. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's off fresh off an injury, a major injury that saw him out for, you know, pretty much the whole season, wasn't it? I want to say, yeah, pretty much the entire season. I mean, it, it just makes no sense. And I guess, you know, it's it's still our player. They're contracted to us. But, you know, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, once again, like, it's just, it makes no sense with this situation with Brashko, right? If you've got a player who you want to sell, you've got to play him to keep his value up, to keep his value rising, to keep him developing. Why would you bench a player who you're trying to, who you're trying to, uh, a young prospect who you're trying to sell? But yeah, it's that's all I can say. It, it, it makes you wonder if Brashko is valued at twenty million euros. I would hate to imagine what Sidorchuk would be valued at by Surkis. Um, Eric, I know we've kind of joked about it in the past, but really does feel like the four of us could run this club better at times, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, I would definitely, I, I mean, I, I almost said I definitely think so. I don't know. There's obviously a lot more that goes on to this, and I'm literally only judging this from what I do in Football Manager. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I thought Dima hit the nail on the head with, you know, if you want to sell this player or if you want to sell players and you want money for them, they have to feature. I mean, I think that there's no way that, Brashko or Shaparenko are worth what he's saying that they're worth. I mean, I think that if we got 20 million for Shaparenko, that that would be highway robbery. Um, you know, transfer mark currently, currently hasn't valued at 8 million. Um, I think that, you know, maybe in the 10 to 15 range would be really good money for him. I think if he had a really good season, but, you know, I think some of it would depend on Europe too. I think if he played well in Europe, that would also be a big boost. Um, but as Dima pointed out, you know, he, he didn't play until the last few matches of the season, if I'm remembering correctly last year, which, you know, unfortunately is going to hurt his stock because he's not playing. Um, but, you know, I feel like he could probably get up into the 10 to 15 range. I forget how, how much did Zahankov get sold for? Well, it was only like a few million, wasn't it? Cause his yeah, contract was expiring. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was like five, million, so. five plus yeah, 50% yeah. from the next. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and, uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's a little different scenario. But yeah, I mean, I would say for Shaparenko, like if we got 10 million for him, that would be fantastic business. That would be great business. Um, but, you know, it, like I said, I mean, I, I don't want to restate everything Dima said, but I fully agree. I mean, Brashko, 20 million. I mean, I, I'm excited for the kid, nothing against him. I want to see him get featured more, but who in their right mind is going to pay that for an unproven young UPL player? I don't know. Yeah, I think on on that note, I think it's actually a good good time to. Well, I just with... wanted to oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. add that Shabarenko has still like two years in the contract, so. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was if Shabarenko has two years left, so that means we probably if we want to cash in at max benefit, it's probably this January. Probably, I'm thinking right. Because then no, next, next summer, summer will also suffice, I think. But but would next summer not be the summer going to his last year of his contract? Yes, and uh, by then you just sell uh, sell players. It's the last last uh, I was called to sell. Yeah, that's fair. At least that's how it works on Football Manager. Right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, so yeah, because uh, Sehankov was sold like uh, six months before, right? Yes, but the last in January. Like, uh, to to uh, to wait. Yeah. Um. On that note. Uh. On that note. Um. We we talk about we'll we'll move on to the Aris game. Um. Where Dinamo lost one nil and uh, Dima, what did, what did you think? I mean. <sighs> We were just absolute shit, weren't we? I mean, what else can you say? I think... Let's was... talk about the penalty, I think. No, <laughs> it's yeah, the yeah. most exciting... That's the thing. I mean, we just we just never got going. We, you know, we had a lot of the ball, and as always, you know, we don't know what we're doing with it. You know, we get, we get the ball, and a few passes later, we lose it, you know. Um, I think... There was a penalty, but I think it. What you know, was it? Were it not for Bushan, I think it could have been three nil easily. It could have easily been a three nil. Um, 
I thought, you know, just going forward, you know, without Vanad, I think this team is, it, it, it has nothing going forward, literally nothing. Um, it's, you know, it, it's the same as always. We just look so, so weak. Um, I have to, you know, I have to say it again, Sirota, you know, he looked like a pub league defender, literally a pub league defender. I mean, some of the mistakes he was making, he gave away the penalty, Right, which I'll I'll let some of the others go I'll go over it because I'm not interested because we were just so crap I don't even want to talk about that. But yeah, it's just some of the mistakes he's making. It's like the kind of it's the kind of mistake you'd expect from a 17 year old on his debut. You know, not for a you know this guy has been in the team for um, three seasons now, four so four seasons now, and he's he's just shown no signs of improving at all. Um, and the defense, I and mean, we've said it, we've said it like three episodes in a row. But the defense is a major, major concern. It's going to be, you know, this season is going to be difficult. I think with with the defenders we have, but um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was quite disappointing to be honest. With you. Shaparenko, we were talking about. I've, I was quite disappointed in him to be honest with you. I thought he never really got going. Um. But yeah, I'm just trying to think of what what I can say, what I can analyze. Analyze, sorry, but there was nothing. Um, there was, you know, we had a few chances. I think Yarmolenko had a right foot shot, uh, which which he missed, and I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head. Anyway, I mean, there might have been something else, but that, you know, I think we had maybe six shots, maybe six, seven. That's just a guess. Like, I'm not looking at stats. Uh, well, I actually checked that, and we had five, uh, I mean, okay, yeah, so five shots, uh, three in target. Five shots, okay, five, not even six, and five shots. I mean, five shots. Yeah, and I think minutes. most of them came after the the penalty. Like after yeah, the I mean, how, so... how poor is that? How poor is five shots in 90 minutes? Um, and you know we go behind uh, penalty. I thought Bushan. I, I, I was convinced Bushan would save that. I thought he was having a good game. He nearly saved it, mind. Um, yeah. But yeah, and and guess what? We can see what minute. Can someone tell me what minute we conceded? Because I can't remember. Seventy something like that. Seven. Yeah. So okay, minute seventy, and it takes him ten minutes to make any substitutions. I think the first substitution was in the eightieth minute or so. Eighty seconds, even better. Eighty se- Okay, so we've made no substitutions until eighty second minute. Okay, I mean, so we, I, go, I we just, just circle up, circle back to to the point I made at the beginning. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. We, well, we have to cover this because this is getting frankly, this is ridiculous. I mean, not making any substitutions until eighty two minutes. That's like so everything is going so well, is it? It's like we're cruising three four nil, and we're everyone's having you know the game of their life. You know, how does it make, you know, this is a U- European qualifier. Like, you know, this isn't just a dead rubber where you can give some players a chance, right? This is this is a game where something's at stake. It's not much at stake, by the way, but, you know, something depends on it. He makes no substitutions until 82nd minute where he brings Shepilev and um, Brashpot. I mean, those are two midfielders, right? Um, and he which... put Russian on, I believe. And Voloshin as well. But, I mean, in 10 minutes, what are you going to do in 10 minutes? Like, you're not going to have an impact. I mean, there's always a chance, but realistically, you know, it's, it's it, it just beggars belief with this manager. 
it just beggars belief. I mean, he he has lost the plot. For me, he's completely lost the plot. I don't know what he's watching with these games to be making these decisions or not making them. But it's badly as that, I, I can't even complain because I don't think we deserved anything from that game at all, playing like that. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a real, real struggle. Um, it's really an uphill battle for for next leg, which is you know, which is not what we needed at all. But I'll let someone else. Yeah, and well, just... yeah. So let's let's go back uh, to the first season of Luchasco. Uh, like um, when we actually we won the treble, which was really yeah okay. Like some sound problems or. <laughs> No, I think you're gonna keep going. Okay, it's another, it's another Alex Lishik computer <laughs> moment. Looks like I think it's one of these. Yeah, my, my black computer, internet. Yeah, yeah uh, my, okay. My black, so, yeah. Um, well, when uh, Luchescu took over, uh, we all like were scratching our heads, like why and for what and uh, what the hell was Circus thinking? But uh, short term, it was a great solution. Okay, so uh, yeah, the short-term solution was was okay. Like uh, Luchescu had something to prove, and uh, and he did prove it. Uh, so yeah, I, I I'd give him that. But after he proved it, he didn't really have motivation to uh, do anything else. He just just I don't know if he just gave up or he thought that he he he'll be doing good with the squad no improvement like i i remember we covered the transfers uh through the years and luchesk transfers just weren't even better than hatskevich's and mihail luchenko's so uh how could you expect uh, the the players to develop the squad to develop uh when you don't uh, swap the players you don't uh, like uh, Get rid of garbage and I don't know, loan some dead weight and so on. And it's, uh, it's also what we mentioned like last season uh, you don't change the tactics, uh, you don't, uh, you don't like uh, use the best, uh, best talents of your players. So, uh, well, now we are at the end point of this process, I think. So, uh, if we don't get through to Besiktas, I believe, uh, because they are. Okay, so uh, um, we had some minor uh, technical difficulties, minor. but I, minor I don't need. <laughs> I believe I was talking about uh, it would be like the best best decision uh, Surkis made in years, like second from there, I guess. Because uh, like uh, uh, say what you want about Shevkovsky, but I think he actually has an idea of what he is doing. Like the last um, last couple of games last season uh, were like a significant improvement taking into consideration the quality of the squad and so on he like tried to do something with it even uh, when fighting allegation that he's a telephone coach like he takes instructions uh, from Luchescu 
when he was like in a hospital. <laughs> that was a crazy stuff. But okay, so um, well, so um, if I had to choose between uh, no Europe this year and sucking Luchesco, I would suck Luchesco. That that's the end end slot for this. So no, no we, Europe we, this we year. We wouldn't we concentrate do on the league anyway, and so. we're going <laughs> we're going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. You know, at this point, I think anything is better. I really do think. I mean, Shevkovsky would never be my first choice. I mean, you know, the guy's a legend, but, I, the, 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 you know, an ex-player is the last thing we need at this point. I think there's no shortage of them. Uh, there's never been a shortage of them. So, so um, you refer yeah, to the Dynamo Hearts debate. Yeah, Dynamo. Uh, yeah. I don't believe we had it yeah. before, so. The Dynamo Hearts, there's just been one too many and it's never worked out. But at this point, I would have all close to anything else because we just need... Well, it worked different. once. Uh, hmm? The Rebrov Heart worked. Yeah, so. well, well, one yeah, one worked out of, you know, what, 10? <laughs> you oh. know, so... Yeah, in the recent years, it was like uh, him, Sakhatskevich and Hailechenko, so one in three. I'll say. Yeah, but there were so many before him as well. Like the whole yeah, okay. every manager, <laughs> apart from Siomin and Gazaev. Yeah, think... we had Sabo, we had Demianenko, right? Yeah. Uh, and Mikhail yeah. Lechenko once again. I'd say I share your optimism. Different tactics might switch things out, might make substitutions, because as you were saying, you're like this manager, every game, same same tactics, same lineup, same substitutions. No plan B, you know, it's it, 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 one game, right? Something doesn't work and we lose the match. And I guarantee you the next game we will be doing the exact same thing over again. So I think, you know, he is in terms in football terms, he's a dinosaur, right? He's, you know, when it works, it works. You have to give him credit for that. But it is just going worse and worse and worse. I mean, this is... You know, Aris is not a good team. I think they they didn't even. I don't think they even won the league. I don't think they were even close to. They were fifth. Yeah, they were fifth. Right, this is the fifth team of the Greek league. Let that sink in. The fifth team. I mean, a few years ago, right? Everyone, do you remember how much everyone ripped on Hatskevich? And you know, fairly, fairly so. We beat Olympiakos and and uh, under Hatskevich at least. Right, man, we would get smashed by them today, and that's the reality. And the thing is, it's no one even surprised anymore. You know, every humiliation, no one, no one is surprised because people yeah, have bravo commander. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know exactly, exactly. They showed great fight and great spirit, and they were unlucky in the ref and all the other excuses. Um, and yeah, the worst thing is he'll never, he'll never accept. You know. Uh, responsibility he'll never you know instead it's easier to you know blame you know the long bus rides because you know the poor you know the poor babies you know it's very difficult to sit sit, sit in a seat for, for for a couple of hours well other thing why did they just didn't fly from uh Kishinev to, uh, to well, i i have no idea why I, and, I... yeah well you know what it's get the bus get you know it's just so some of these ask, excuses, you know. I, I think he should have gone, honestly, in my opinion, I think he should have gone a year ago, right, a year ago, after we fe- failed to beat Fenerbahce, after we um, lost to Dnipro in 3-0, 
I think he should have gone then. That was a time to sack him and try something new. But for, for no reason at all, we persevered with this and, uh, you know, look where it's got us. But, yeah, I mean, when it was working, I support him, you know. But, you know, the reality is, you know, it was a different time than we were just off the lockdown. You know, Shakhtar were in a poor way. That was a very poor Shakhtar team. You know, the, the, the situation with the manager they had, you know, so you have to take that into consideration. But, you know, at the end of the day, we did win some things, but you know that's in the past, right? That we haven't we haven't won a trophy since then, right? It's been that was in in twenty twenty one. It's nearly twenty twenty four, and we we haven't won a trophy since then, and that is just unacceptable, especially at a club like this. So, yeah, he's got to go. Yeah, I, I think it says a lot uh, on how Luchescu performed on what was that last Thursday. When the referee, and this is no excuse for why did not lost, probably made one of the worst decisions I've ever seen um, in a game. And we're not even talking about, oh, that one decision is what messed up Dinamo. It's, it, it's all, it's, it's the tactics, it's the team selections, it's the substitutions, it's just everything. And you make your own luck. So if you're going to play like shit, pretty much, you're going to have shit tactics, a shit squad, shit recruitment, shit manager then you don't deserve anything more than getting a shit decision going against you. And now you're down one nil going to the second leg. So like, that's so, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it's as bad as the decision is. And like I said, it, horrendous. Like there's no excuse a referee of that level should be getting that decision wrong. I'm sorry, but that's just no excuse. But yeah, it was very poor. It, it was, it was a poor performance by him. But why is that? Why are we relying on that decision not yeah. going our way to decide the you outcome know, of the match. Like, listen, right, the, for, uh, the 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 referee was very poor, right? But for the other ninety minutes, we were shit, and that's the reality. So, the, for that reason, I mean, I I don't even care about that. So, so Eric, do you can you see Dinamo getting a result back in? Where are we playing in Romania? I guess on Thursday. Yeah, can that's you... the thing. That that's the thing. We're playing at uh, the Rapid Stadium, um, and like that's the important thing to remember for those who aren't Dinamo fans or you know, follow Dinamo in the conference league. Um, we don't get a home match, which again, that's the way that it is. I'm not going to sit here and complain about it, but that's why this result is so important. I know that there, I don't think there's any more away goal rule in any of the European cup competitions, but um, I don't know. It just, we should have come away with it. I'm not saying we'd like that we deserve to come away with something, but we should have come away with a better performance with something from this match, you know, level at bare minimum. Um, but, you know, we don't, we don't really get to play in front of our home fans. We don't get to play at our home stadium. You know, we have to play in Romania, which is unfortunate. Um, and like, I don't know, for me, it's, it's not quite the same, but it, it it's almost like, it's like playing another road match. Um, you know, maybe the fans aren't necessarily going to be as vocal for the home team, like or for like for Aris, but you know, we're we're not having our our home support at the Lobanovsky or the Olimpijski, which which sucks. And so I don't know. Like I said, we'll see. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. This is one of the few times that I'm going to be the optimist. I do think we'll go through. I do think that we'll manage to scrape out a result and we'll manage to advance. I don't think that we're going to advance beyond the next round because that's the winner of Besiktas and Nefci, which will probably be Besiktas, and they will smash us. Um, so it's again, already I'm... it's already Besiktas. It's decided. Oh, it's already been decided. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, that's not going to be a that's not going to be a good 
I don't think that's going to be a good result for us. But anyway, focusing on Aris, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> poor match. I only got to watch the highlights, but it just seemed very disjointed, so hectic. Um, you know, Bouchon, I thought overall played decently again, a couple times where he got called out and there were, you know, they were crossing the ball early and it got played in behind the defense. He rushes out, but then stops. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, he had a really nice save on a header from like point blank range. Um, he had a couple saves with his feet that were pretty decent. I, I thought he could have done a little better with the penalty with keeping that right hand and that right arm strong and forcing it wide because it was not a good yeah, penalty. The, the thing was uh, he I actually uh, like I studied this episode because like I used to be a goalie so he he did like the step to the left. Yeah. If he uh, if he wasn't be doing that he he would be just uh, just around the shot so he could be just like uh, smashing it on the post and it could be saved but uh, like the, this little step, because you know how how the goalies are like jumping on the line and to yeah. distract the opponent, and he just did that. And this one little step was wasn't enough to save it. So bad luck, but the technically it was a like a great uh, like uh, he tried to save it, but uh, like he couldn't because of the power or something. Yeah, bad luck. You know yeah, who used to do that is Shovkovsky. Shovkovsky used to do that where he would go right, left, and then he would guess right on the original place that he that he would dance on the goal line. But yeah, I yeah. wonder who Bushan got that from. Right? I know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I, I thought he I'm not blaming him for it, but I think he could have done a little bit better with it. And I think, like I said, the placement was not good and there wasn't a lot of power behind it. So I thought he could have done a little better with it, but um at any rate, as you all mentioned, it shouldn't be dependent upon that one scenario for us to come away with something from the match. And based upon how we played, I mean, it was just a lot of fouls from both teams, but just sloppy, a lot of fouls. You know, I, I mean, I've complained about the tactics in the past. Really, I'm not even going to mention the tactics. What pisses me off the most is the team selection. Like, why is Benito starting up top? And, like, he's awful. Like, he is terrible. How is he not how is he not one of the first people that you sub off in the 60th minute at the absolute latest? It's like when you put people on with eight minutes remaining in the match, not counting stoppage time, what do you expect them to do? You know what I mean? It's just like, I, it, it just, it just continues on the argument that you all have against Luchescu and how he's <clears throat> lost the plot, but yeah, you know, then we move the game. And I mean, can you imagine like Bayern or Real Madrid saying that they want to move one of their league matches because of because it's too much travel during midweek? Like, oh my God, get over yourselves. Like, get over yourselves. I'm sorry, but get over yourselves. I mean, I could maybe see that if it's a Portuguese team that has to play Kazakhstan midweek. Like, okay, fair enough. That's a haul. But like, even they don't do that. Even they wouldn't do that. But at any rate, so the next then the next match is going to be against Chordnomoritz, I believe, which is this coming weekend. And Chordnomoritz have two wins and a draw, but it's worth noting that both of their wins are against both recently promoted teams of LNZ and uh, Obolon, and then they lost to Kolos. So that should hopefully be a win for us. But I, I am predicting a win against Aris midweek, and I am predicting a win against Chordnomoritz at the weekend, and does anyone know why Banat didn't start that match? Against yeah, he, 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 hit, he had a fever or something like that. He was like had a high temperature. Okay, well, him yeah, with a fever is better than Benito. So 
next time, I'm sorry, but like get him out there because I, do, I don't yeah, want to no, see Benito again. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I have to say, you know, I don't want to single out any player because, you know, frankly, the majority of them aren't good enough. But I mean, for me, it beggars belief that Benito is actually like around in and around the starting player because he's not good enough. Right? It's, a sim- it's as simple as that. He wasn't that good at Olympic Donetsk. He wasn't good in Croatia. He was rejected by Mikhail Lichenko at first and then he was rejected by Luchesko. So why is he, you know, why is he here? You know, do we owe him something? No, we don't. We owe him nothing, right? And, you know, he, he's not good enough. It's not his fault we lost, but he's not good enough. Um, but yeah, I agree with Eric. But I wish you, I had your optimism, Eric. I really do. Because with this team, well, well, the thing is, the thing is, Vanat will be back, so at least we have some chance of scoring then. But um, yeah, I, I can't say I share your optimism. So, Eric, I know you said Dynamo win, but do they get through to the next round of qualifying on Thursday? Do they get past Aris? Yeah, they do. I mean, I I think they. I'm going to say they win two nil. All right. Dima, do Dinamo get through to the next round? I'm really not so sure. I mean, I saw nothing. I saw not in, in that first game, I saw nothing that would indicate uh, that we go through, unfortunately. Uh, that's the thing it is. And like I said, the only hope uh, is that Vanat is going to be returning for the second leg. Um I think we might have a chance, but I'm the uh, it's really it's impossible to predict, to be honest with you. Maybe if you know if you're Molenkov and not Bujalski, you know, they um you know, if they get going up top, then I think we might have a chance. But otherwise, uh no. Yeah. And come on, does Namo get through on Thursday? Uh, okay, so uh, I just recalled something and I'm gonna dig- digress a little bit. Uh so last season I went to two games. Uh the first one, the two home games in Krakow. Uh, it was Ren and it was uh, Fenerbahce. But uh, the first one meant something and the second one didn't mean anything. So uh, the first one, we had like a decent crowd, like Ukrainian crowd in the stadium. And the second one was like the Turkish people everywhere, which is awful, of course. And they didn't beat us up, but it, it was close to it because, like, they they saw me in the in the Dynamo shirt and, and with the with the scarf and so on. But uh, I'm I'm just I just wanted to refer to the thing that Eric said that it's not really a home fixture. So, uh, like the like the uh, fan advantage, the the home advantage won't won't really work in there so that's why i would say which is like a very dynamo like uh, we're gonna be winning like one nil through a whole game and then we're just gonna concede the sloppy goal in the last uh, minutes and we're gonna be knocked out and Francesco hopefully will be sacked and everything will be great and they will be living happily ever after so that's my prediction <laughs> but do we at least beat Chornomorets on Saturday or Sunday? I think I think, I think we will because like the Grigor Chuk lost a lot of players and during the the mid season no, preseason and he's like 
just trying to build a new squad from scratch. But I think they, they kept Alefirenko, so uh, that's good for them. And uh, yeah, I would say 3-1. Dima, I know Eric said we beat Chornomotors, but do we beat Chornomotors on Sunday? Yeah, I think we'll beat them. We'll paper over the cracks as always, and uh, there'll be no problems. And we'll we'll forget all about Aris and that loss. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think we so will you, beat you them. think that Luchescu still will be in charge? I would say, you know, with, with all the journalists saying that he will be sacked if they don't, I think there's been too many rumours for them to not have any substance. So I think it might be true. But if we, I would sack him anyway. Yeah. Even if we go through, I would sack him. Yeah, I would do, uh, you would do that have like a, new a manager year ago, before so Besiktas. To have a new manager before Besiktas, I would get, sack him. Get the new manager bounce. Yeah. No, I'm serious. I I would I would prefer anyone <laughs> close to anyone like, else. It's it's as called as like a new broom stupid. effect. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think, like, I wouldn't even think of it in terms of before Besiktas, because a new manager, to me, like, okay, if he can work his wonders against Besiktas, great, but I think that is highly unlikely, even for one of the best coaches in the world, to come in and turn things around to make us get oh, a result no, no, against no. Besiktas. I don't manager to win. No. no, but my point being, I more so would look at it as the earlier in the season for him to start implementing his tactics yeah. and get this squad up to speed, the better. So that's why yeah, I would say... I, yeah regardless of what happens against Adis, do it now. And like, while we're playing some of these teams, like Chordna Moritz, Veres, and whoever else we're going to be playing, like, let's get tactics up to speed. Let's get role familiarity, et cetera. And then hopefully start hitting our groove, you know, because it takes a while. Um, yeah. But. Even if even if we beat them 9-1, like we did against Metalurg Donetsk, uh, in 2013, I would still sack him. Good times because he's, times. he's got no, he's got nothing else to give. Right, that's okay. that's okay. plain and simple. Right, this guy, I think he, I think I'm right in saying that he's the oldest manager in the world. I'm yes. pretty sure the oldest, not top three, the oldest. Right, nice. he's got nothing else to give. He's got no fresh ideas. Right, he's a relic. Um, and we've got nothing else to gain. Well, so we hope it will be the, like this episode will be like a football eulogy for him. I certainly hope so. But by the way, I might have you know, his, stacking uh, Luchescu, stacking yeah. Luchescu will not solve all of our problems. Our, our main problem is still upstairs. Or well, you say upstairs, but you know, it's still the owner is what I mean by that. That is still the main okay. number one problem. You know, yeah. um, I, I may be like controversial on this, but... Uh, until the war is won, or it will just end, he's like, uh, I know, he should be guaranteeing Dynamo survival. Like yeah, financial. yeah, there will be, there will be no. That's that's the only no, plus. That's the only yeah, plus. There will be no new ma uh, new manager. There will be no new owner until the war ends. I think it's safe to say. But I think after that, you know, I'm not expecting anything. But after that, I think. Hopefully, you know, hopefully there'll be a lot of foreign attention to Ukraine in general. Hopefully. This is just maybe wishful thinking. Maybe. I don't know. I can't predict the future, but I'm hoping that someone at this point, I don't care who, as long as they've got some money, some brains, and they don't run the whole club on nepotism like our current owner does. Um, I don't care who it is. But, you know, that's 
way in the future, right? I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but you know, me, that's, said, that's the shout out to us. We need to earn money. You need, we need to uh, I'd rather, you know, uh, make plans and just buy it. <laughs> I'd rather one of us own the, own the club or at least run the club. Because this, yeah, just, you know, this you owner know, is, the lottery and, yeah, um, this owner is taking a piss now. I think. Listen, I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm gonna end this show on a quote from my dad of what he says about the lottery. All it takes is two dollars and a dream, and that's it. There we go. There we go. Yeah, that's the spirit. Uh, yeah. On on that note, uh, Dima, if someone would want to contact you, how could they do that? Yeah, it's at Luchesco fan eighty six. No, it's at nineteen twenty seven. Dima, as always. Um, Eric, uh, at at Libovich. and Komar, and it's at Kofoa ninety six. Yeah, not not, like, not yeah. It's actually it's that sandwich ninety six, but I'm drinking Kofoa right now. So yeah. cheers. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and and if you want, Sorry, just, a, just a final message for me. Don't forget, win or lose. Surkis out and Luchesco out. That's the final message for me. I think to end this, tend it on a high. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I could uh, sum it up better. Um, I, I'm curious. I tweeted Luche- uh I commented under Dinamo's last post, hashtag Luchesco and hashtag Surkis out. I wonder if they deleted my. Uh, they deleted comment. one of my comments. I'm, I'm going to check. Don't what, I don't remember what my comment was. Well, was they didn't delete they my, they mine deleted. after the the Luchesco profile picture. Oh, oh actually, they didn't. Oh, yeah. talk about it. Oh, that yeah. was ridiculous! <laughs> yeah, when they set Lutiesko as the as a as the fan like promotion, what the hell are they doing? Like yeah, they, so they, they the don't want now, people to buy buy the tickets. I think they are taking the piss out of the fans now fully. I'm sure of it. I think they just want the the Romanians to buy the tickets because yeah. none of the Ukrainians will. Well, I've heard I've heard that that uh, so there's been some kind of job offered for him in Romania. Um. I will buy him the ticket yeah, myself. I'll, I'll I'll drive him. I'll I'll rent the U-Haul. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. If if he gets sacked, he just stays in Bucharest. And, yeah. No. Uh, listen, yeah. I'd leave him. I'd leave him there. Right. I'd leave him. Yeah. Well, yeah, we exactly. don't have planes. Apparently, we have buses, mate. I'll, I'll I'll bribe the bus driver to shut the doors and not open them. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, talking about tickets uh, today, um, they started uh, this uh, selling of tickets. Uh, for Ukrainian England gaming so I hope I see you all there yeah I it, maybe if I would only consider going maybe if it was in Wuj you know Wuj is my limit and when it comes to uh Ukraine games I, I sure hope so but uh you know no promises yeah and uh, on that note, uh, if you want to contact the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dynamo Abroad. Our DMs are open. Or you can send us an email to the Dynamo Abroad podcast at gmail.com. Well, from Komar, Eric, Dima, and myself, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Dynamo, Dynamo.